You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is Tuesday, June 8th. And like I said yesterday, we're getting a double dose of your boy, Tony Serino. It's time for a Tony Tuesday. So Tony's got some thoughts here on where the Steelers rank position by position around the AFC North. We're going to debate with him. I'm going to debate with him where I think he's a little off or maybe a little right. All right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, which you can subscribe to on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the app Odyssey. Remember to rate us five stars with a positive comment. That really helps out the show. And you get a shout out at the end of the show because we always appreciate our listeners helping us out. Let's get into it. It was so nice. We had to do it twice. Tony Serino is back and now I can uh, Tony I, I excuse me I gotta say it it's time for a Tony Tuesday because we haven't been able to say that in a while we had we did Tony Monday yesterday but there's not the same energy not the same Tony, it's not the same Tony Tuesday. so Tony glad to have you back for a double dose of you in, in the in the same week here on the Locked On Steelers podcast um one series that you guys are doing that is very interesting on the AFC North Talk uh, show on YouTube. By the way, go subscribe to that on YouTube, y'all. It's, yeah. It's a really good series. Yeah. And entertaining, funny, and you see some some really good debates between the guys covering all the different teams. But one thing that you guys are doing is you're ranking the different positions as far as where they fit in the yeah. AFC North. And I wanted to get – you guys go and see the, the, the specifics on the show. I'm not going to ruin that for you. But I wanted to get a sense from you, the the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows, where where the Steelers yeah. are best. Well, let's 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 start with let's start with wide receiver, right? Because we, we talked about this on yesterday's show. We talked about the wide receiver room. Now I had the Steelers as the best wide receiver room in the AFC North. Uh, not a single host on the show agreed with me, and uh, fans in the chat, obviously not Steeler fans, but you know the other fans uh, thought I was an absolute idiot. For putting the Steelers, not not only I mean it was crazy. You know, there are a lot of people. A lot a lot of people put the Steelers as the third best wide receiver room behind even the Browns. Wow. Um, so obviously, you know, there's 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 this belief, and this is why you know my own personal ranking. If you if you listen to the show, you know I don't take rookies into account when I do this because all you're gonna do is you're just gonna imagine. Oh, I think Jamar Chase is gonna be the next Julio Jones. Well, fantastic. You have no idea. You've never watched him play single down of NFL football yet. So maybe don't think that, uh, but yeah, I mean, Bengals fans feel like they just got the next Julio Jones and you pair him alongside what T Higgins did last year. And then Tyler Boyd in the slot. And yeah, I mean, it's a great, it's a great trio in our minds on the field. We haven't seen it yet. So, um, but yeah, I wanted to get your take. Where, where, where do you think the Steelers wide receiver room ranks in the division? I'd say one is very fair. Yeah. Now here's the thing. I, I get Browns fans saying, Hey, we got Odell and Jarvis Landry. Okay. First of all, you weren't winning when Odell was playing. In fact, when he went out was when the, the, the Browns were doing better. Right. And Jarvis Landry, I mean, good vet, but it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Right. But 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 who you got after those guys? Rashard Higgins is a player who's I look, yeah. Rashard Higgins, I think, is is like a, you know, your your average to maybe slightly above average player. But the rest of the group, yeah, I'm with you. They they're all they're they just they they they, they don't got that, that that what makes the Steelers receiving group in my my opinion yeah 
the best in the AFC you know, is, is how deep they are. Yes. One I'm guy goes down, you're not scared. Two guys go down, okay, you got something to worry about. You, but you could say that about every receiving core in the NFL. If two guys go down, you're in trouble and you got you got serious questions asked. You can't say that about every receiving core where it's like, hey, we lost a guy. We can still run these three wide sets with three dudes that we're very confident can be big playmakers on the team. That's the asset the Steelers have. And each of these guys have different skill sets. Chase Claypool's got the height, the speed. He's the burner. He can do all that. Yeah. Uh, Juju is the clutch guy. You can send him over the middle. He's going to go to war for you. Deontay Johnson got the big separation. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna cut you up. He's explosive. James Washington goes up and gets it. Strong mitts can get the, con- the, the, con- uh, the, 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 the contested catches. Yeah. They, these guys all do different things. And if you had them on any other team, people would be excited about them being on that team if they were the number one or two guy. I'm with you. I'm with you. And I think some of these guys were like really miscast last year. You know, I pointed out on the show, like, you know, Juju played primarily in the slot last year when we've seen him be a very good outside receiver. And it really took his yards per catch, you know, basically plummeted from, you know, where, where he had been 10, 11, 12 uh, yards of catch to eight to below nine. He was 8.6 last year. And then James Washington last year. I don't know if you saw this, Chris, there was a stat that CBS put out James Washington as a percentage of his routes ran the most go routes in the league. 35% of James Washington's routes were Sheesh. go routes. Yeah. And it's like, not, not to say James Washington's a bad receiver, you know, uh, in, in that way, he's not, but like, do I want him, you know, do I, do I think he's that good? Where it's like, yeah, basically like he's going to be running the most go routes in the league. You, know, you look at the other players in that list. It was like Gabriel Davis, um, who are the other guys? The 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 guy in the Patriots who ran a four two, Darius Slayton who ran mm. a four three, right? I mean, these guys who even, who make sense, you know, to, that, that they should be, you know, they, they'll run, you know, that many go routes. But I don't know. James Washington felt like he can. I think he could. He could. You know, in breaking routes could maybe could work for him sometimes. Maybe maybe we should try it. That was something that Dale and I talked about. Was that the Steelers did that because they had no other way to to, to try to spread the field and try to, to back it, people yeah. off, right? Try to stretch the field, right? And force defenses to honor that. And with a run game, now you can say, "Hey, James, run a deep post," or "Hey, whoever run it, run a deep post," but attack different parts of the field. But when you're running a fly route or a go pattern, that's the hard, often the hardest deep ball to hit because if unless someone's on you, but mm-hmm. but if you if there's a guy running with you step by step, you're, you're throwing a, a risky ball out out there down the sideline and furthest away from you. But it, uh, if you're going for 20 yards in the middle of the field and you got a guy open because the linebackers and the safeties were too occupied, you know, trying to because they were worried about the run or they're worried about tight end or they're worried about other receivers running around, that's what gets you the easier deep ball. And that's what honestly a lot of a lot of quarterbacks that do well with their deep ball, they have that and. That's another. That's an area where we talk about how things won't be too different for Matt Canada. That's one area where I think it will be different. Is we're going to see more inventive ways, not inventive ways, but just easier ways for Ben Roethlisberger to get his downfield targets. Yeah, yeah, and try to yeah try to scheme guys open. You know, we haven't you know we didn't really see that a lot in the Randy Feekner offense. It was much more about you know kind of guys in one on one and winning one on one. Yeah, I'm with you on that, and I, it's, it's exciting to watch. Um, all right, another group here that I want to talk about as far yeah. as the position rankings. Cornerback. Where do you put the Steelers cornerbacks in the, Ooh, that's in the tough. division? It is tough, isn't it? They I'd lose s- they lose Mike Hilton and they lose Steven Nelson. And they didn't I'd really say add three. To yeah. Three? Okay. I'd say three. Because you still got Denzel Ward with the mm-hmm. uh with the Browns. You still got more. And my boy Greedy Williams. Don't forget about Greedy. Now, for anyone that this is this is <laughs> you, you saw how I didn't even entertain him with this nonsense. <laughs> Now, for anyone who's a long-time listener of the podcast, when we were doing 
it was our first NFL draft together, co-hosting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I swore it was going to, I swore the, the number one quarterback was Byron Murphy. He swore it was Greedy Williams. Then neither of them went into the second round. Okay. <laughs> <And it> was, <laughs> and, but, but I'd say Byron Murphy is doing a much better job than Greedy Williams. Well, he's, he's actually played in NFL games before, which is a big <laughs> plus for him that uh, Greedy Williams is yet to uh, still, still with the stupid shoulder thing for him. But 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 that that was that's where that that joke comes from with yeah. the greedy Williams. But Denzel Ward legit threat. Marlon Humphrey legit threat. Jimmy Smith and uh, what's Marcus Peters like? The Ravens to me are still number one in that regard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Steelers could be number two if Cam you might Sutton. Put Ooh. Right, they could be number two if Cam Sutton does what I think he does outside and someone steps up in the slot. And be, yeah, yeah. If if they get if they can build that chemistry and stay healthy, that's the other thing here. If, if Joe Hayden goes down, oh, you gonna be you gonna be needing James Pierre to to, to be able to live on that hype train. Yeah, um, or Justin but, uh, Lane. I mean, the Justin Lane train can the, the just leave Justin the station Lane, anytime Justin it wants. Lane, yeah, <laughs> right, right. Um, point being though, there's potential for this team to to have the second best cornerback group, but I have I haven't rated it three. You think that's fair? I have met four. <laughs> wow. Wait, yeah. who are the Bengals corners right now? No, uh, it's, it's uh, they just, okay. So there's Trey Waynes who's coming off of an injury. No, they got Mike Hilton and then they brought in, um, what's his name from, I can't, a doozy, a, a woozy. Is that his a name? Woo- oh yeah. Yeah. I know you tell Yeah. From, yeah. from the Cowboys. But see, I wouldn't. See, the problem for the Steelers, they don't have a third corner. I mean, I look as this much as true. I'm on the James Pierre hype train, I'm all about the James Pierre hype train. You know, we got so little snaps. I mean, it's just unfair for me. Like, I I believe that he's going to be a good corner, but right now, given the what I've seen, like they at least have corners that. And and I'm with you on Trey Wayne's. I think Trey Wayne's is downside yeah. of his career. Uh, it's and I'm I'm gonna be I'm interested to see how they use Mike Hilton because look, Mike Hilton was a nice player on the Steelers, but I don't know if they want to just like size him up and say you know he's just gonna be like a man corner. I I don't know that that's gonna really work out. Have for them. fun with that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's a good yeah. downhill guy, but I don't know that I just want to like put him out there, you know, one-on-one with a guy. It's like, you have fun. I see this being James Harrison again, where they try to use him as a four, three outside linebacker. And he's like, I'm an edge rusher. Why are you putting <laughs> yeah, what me are you doing? Yeah, exactly. So I don't think the Steelers finished the year at four, but right now I have them as the fourth best cornerback group and until I, you know, James Pierre proves it in, you know, during the season, which I think he will. Nobody else. Shakur Brown. No. Uh, Trey trash. Norwood. Trash. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. We got to take a quick break. We come back more talk on where the Steelers rank position wise in the AFC North here with Tony Serino on a Tony Tuesday. We'll do that right after this break. We talk to our sponsors. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Best of all, Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, locked on in their how did you hear about us section so that they can know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. BetOnline.ag the only place that we trust here in the Lockdown Podcast Network to place bets on. 
Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to betonline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code Locked On. That's L O C K E D O N, Locked On, all capital letters and all one word. And that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL is done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Back here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast, I'm your host Chris Carter here with Tony Serino for a Tony Tuesday. Tony, well, let's look at the offensive line. Yeah. Where yeah. do you have them ranking in the AFC North? Because there's differing opinions on, like, like to me, Bengals have to be last. Do they? We- okay. 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 Here we go, Chris. Oh, oh I, I did something to make him. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm racking my brain. So I'm actually, you know, we're recording this. Uh, uh, not on Tuesday. So Chris is going to be able to help me because I'm the today's we're doing offensive line, Chris today, as, yes. you know, as, as they're listening to this, this is when we're doing offensive line on AFC North talk. So mom going back and forth with my brain are the Bengals four or the Steelers four, right? Because the, look, the Steelers offensive line last year was very bad. We can all agree on this, but, but however, they changed everyone. I mean, no, there's no more Villanueva. There's, there's no more Matt Filer. There's no more Marquise Pouncey. And the one guy they're bringing back is, uh, is uh, David DeCastro, who was a former all pro, yeah. you know, one of the best guards in the league. Now he wasn't the best guard in the league last year no. by any stretch. He was hurt though. He was hurt. Right, right. He was hurt. Yes. And then you look over at the Bengals offensive line last year, who were also horrifically bad. They got their quarterback hurt. Right. Um, and they're keeping like, I think three out of the five guys from last year's offensive line are coming back. They're going to start with uh, Riley Reef and, and Jackson Carmen, the rookie. You have so would you you would put the Steelers at three above their above their group? I put them above them. I, I'm sorry, the you just got your quarterback killed. Yeah, I, right. I got to see them come together this year before I believe in anything they do. Now, yes, the Steelers, they got issues. Well, they just have four unknown. I mean, it's kind of it's 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 in a case where it's like, look, we believe in Dotson, but we've saw limited Dotson last right. year. Four was bad as the right tackle. He's going to go to left tackle where he's better in pass sets, so maybe this works out, but. It, 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 maybe. We, we, we don't uh, know. We don't know. And then Zach Banner comes in as, as a right tackle in, you know, he's coming off of an ACL. So there's that to, to contend with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then you don't know who's going to be the center. I, you have, you feel like it has to be Kendrick Green because if it's BJ Finney, then something went wrong in training camp, right? I mean, it's right. like, you know, you, you, you miscalculated who Kendrick Green was if, if mm-hmm. BJ Finney's your starter. Right. Um, and BJ Finney does seem like he's like, hey, hey, I'll play center or guard or whatever. Like he's he's ready to just get back to his old role where, where he's backing up a guy named uh, with a number fifty three on his back. Um, <laughs> but uh, but but you're right. Like Kenji Green, he does have to he does have to get that. Um, it, to to me, it would be no, actually I wouldn't be mad if Kendrick Green didn't start for like the first month or so. Like they letting him get gelled with the get with the with the game and gel with yeah. the line because. I, I also believe, like, we talked to B.J. Finney, and someone was like, oh, well, what happened? You've been bounced around. And he was like, well, I mean, there was this whole COVID-19 thing that kind of stopped yeah. me from going to Seattle, which was the hotbed of COVID-19. 
And then I I couldn't go anywhere because we were locked in our houses. And then I kind of got out of shape. And then when I did show up to Seattle in August or July or whatever, uh, you know, we, you know, I was, it took me longer to get in shape. I didn't get a chance to really impress anybody out there. They traded me to a team that didn't want me. And then, uh, and then, and that was 2020 for him. And now he's back with the Steelers, but I mean, the Steelers, I, I've said this number a few times. I forget. I, I, I might be forgetting. I don't have these numbers on me right now, but they, their record is very good when he plays. I believe they're 11 and two or something like that. When BJ Finney starts, on, on the on the team, they average 125 yards on the ground when he starts. Now, granted, those came in the Le'Veon Bell years, but you yeah. got Najee Harris. I, I'm not so sure that B.J. Finney, if if Kevin Dotson can be the man, if David DeCastro can get back on the on the pace that he was, and if the tackles aren't bad, they're just, they're decent. B.J. Finney could hold it down at center. He wouldn't dominate, but I could see him being an asset. And then if Najee Harris is what we think he is then maybe he can do enough with that offensive line to make it so that, Hey, they're, they're doing their jobs well enough. We can get yards here. Yeah. The, the other thing I have to say, I guess, you, you know, you, when you're doing these rankings, you have to take it into account, right? It's the idea that like, it seems like the Steelers are moving to a more of a zone blocking type scheme. And how, mm-hmm. well, you know, how do the, how are these players going to adapt to that? Cause if you just look at who they've been previously, you know, the Steelers have been primarily a, you know, a gap or power scheme. Um, there is some projection in there, right. For how, how these guys are going to project into what is, going to be a you know a new system i agree yeah that's a good good question how how do guys project into any into any system but yeah a quick look at the other teams who is your number one offensive line of of the uh of the cleveland Cleveland. yeah yeah they they, they've invested in it they they, i mean it's just they're loaded they, they, they they paid the guys i'm interested to see how they do when people see them coming now this year though yeah um because people now they know you're they we know your mo and we we know that you can be the, be in the playoffs, so we'll see how they take that step by step. We're gonna take another quick break here. When we come back, I want to go around the board at, on other positions where the Steelers are either at the top or the bottom of the AFC North with their position group. But we'll take a quick break and talk to our sponsors right here. You need a snack that's going to both help you get through the rest of your day, but also be good for you. That's where Built Bar comes in. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including six of their newest ones being caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisps. There's so much to enjoy. And also, don't forget, they help you lose and maintain weight. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for anyone that's currently on a keto diet. Right now, Built Bar has a special promo code for you to get a great deal on their website. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's LOCKEDON15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with Tony Serino for a Tony Tuesday. Tony! Do this. We've been doing these position rankings. Where the Steelers fit yeah. around the AFC North? Let's do some quick Let's let's do some quick hitters. Yeah. Uh, some ones that aren't as big. We'll save, like, quarterback and other things for, for last. Okay. Save edge rusher for last, because edge rusher, I think, is, is the most competitive. That, that, that's a good plan. Interior yep. defensive lineman. 
Steelers are the best in the division, right? I mean, it's not even close. Not even close. It's not like, even close. We're, we're and I don't want to hear it. I already know. I can already hear Quincy telling me how old the Steelers got dominated in the playoff game and Cam Hayward looked old. One game sample size. That's fine. They did look bad in that one game. But the rest of the season, they're fantastic. Best defensive line in the in the division. Not even a question. Yeah. Meanwhile, Stephon too, it's getting like 11 plus sacks right. on the exactly. season. Yeah, exactly. So that, 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 that's a um, off ball linebackers. Number one in the division. And again, yes. this is just, this is just like by default because the rest of the division is terrible. Stinks. <laughs> like, I mean, just... I like, I, I was a I was a player I liked in the draft, but I don't take rookies into account for this. Patrick queen last year, he had a hundred tackles because you know, he was just around the ball, but he wasn't, he wasn't very good. Right. Uh, and then, you know, Cincinnati, uh, they have linebackers, I think, although I'd have to probably just <laughs> to name them. Um, so yeah, there's somewhere on the roster. Yeah, I think that they do have them. I just couldn't name any of them right now because who are they? But with Dev- Devin Bush, the chief at this position in yeah. the, in the division. And when you get a Vince Williams and Robert Spillane as your, as your backups, and now you're hoping for buddy Johnson, I think they're in a pretty good spot. I know you're, hot, you're, you're hot take, hot take. Robert Spillane would start in any other team in this division. Actually, I think that's a pretty mild take. I think yeah. that's actually yeah. very accurate. But yeah. that's how bad the other linebackers what, are. Yeah, exactly. In the AFC North. Okay, other quick hitters here. Uh, safety. The Steelers are one, and I already, I can, I've already got the DMs because the Bengals fans are just so hyped about Jesse Bates that they feel I mean, like they be on that. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. Don't like I, the last year, you know, the safety one was the most contentious we had of any of the shows last year, as as the entire uh, show tried to convince me that Minka Fitzpatrick was at best a B plus safety. Uh, which has I don't I don't understand this. <laughs> uh, they don't watch him. I guess they don't watch the tape. Maybe I guess that's the only that's the only way to not think Mika Fitzpatrick is one of one of the best safeties in the league, if not the best safety in the league. It's either one or one A. That that right. that there's not even there's not even a two really. It's one or one A. Like you think he's as good as someone else. Right. He, well, he's averaging four interceptions a year for the Steelers. I think uh, he's got nine and nine in two years. Yeah, nine over, and two years. So four and a half. Four. Yeah. Um, so over four interceptions a year and he's just getting acclimated to the team. The, the one year it was his first year at the team and they didn't have an offense. Um, you know, but he was like, a game changer that year. I mean, he single-handedly won that Colts game, the pick six he had that in that game. Saved it. I, I mean, I, the, but I think the, the Rams game, he played a huge role in. Oh, of course. Um, Even but, last year, you know, he was, he was involved in that, in the, the end of the, the Ravens game with, the, oh, the, he, the he broke up, down. He, he broke up the Ravens and was it the Titans or the Cowboys? No, Cowboys, Cowboys, the last yes. play of the Cowboys game. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like. This this guy continues to, to to get it done, and nobody no, wants to throw tackles, at him. Chris, he misses tackles every once in a while. Oh, Chris, he oh. misses tackles. I know. I, it's just I, listen. I'm with you. I'm and with nobody you. throws at him. No, like, like when you look at the numbers, right? So okay, right. Sa- right. Steelers safety number one. one. Forget one. Jesse Bates. We don't we, we don't we don't care about him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's score. What did we miss? Our uh, running back. We'll do running this back. before. Running back, I have him four, but I don't take rookies into account. So it's right, very right. Easy. So it, it, in your in your system, Najee Harris can't count, but yeah. you know that could quickly change with how we see things rolling this year. They'll they'll be they'll be much higher than four by the end if yeah. If, uh, yeah. I, I estimate they'll at least be two. two. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we'll see how the Browns do with uh, with with Chubb and Hunt. They're the one though with those two guys as a one-two punch. All right. So I think we we did all the groups. I guess tight end. We can just who cares? It's tight end. Yeah, tight end are three in, yeah. my, in my rankings, but, you know, yeah, it's tight end. All right, so now we're down to the two big ones, right? We've done, uh, we're, we're, we'll have we we'll do quarterback first. Yep. Where do you rank him at quarterback? Well, you're, you're going to disagree. I already did this one. I put him three. Bro, what? And by the way, putting him three, I thought the rest of the division was going to put Ben, ben four. Uh, they did not. Only 
Only Ace put Ben four. Everyone else put him put him three. Um, I put Ben Roethlisberger as the third best quarterback in the division. Who's, who's your four? Burrow. Mm. Burrow four. Baker you two. Lamar Baker one. I did. Over ben? I did. You I mean, what? Plays, look, Baker Mayfield. Look, and and one thing I said is, uh, you know, look, he's he's in this system with Stefanski, but Stefanski's getting the best out of Baker Mayfield. I mean, there's just nothing you can. I, I, mean, I agree I, with that. Yeah, I agree I with mean, that. He's getting he's getting stuff up, but, but okay. You put Ben in that system. They that's, go well, that's and, and that's this is what I said on the show is I'm going to put him three this year, right now. But if the Matt Canada system works the same way that the Fancy system worked for Baker, uh, Ben's going to be much higher on this list at the end of the year than three. Well, uh, because Ben Roethlisberger in that system, in a system where it it accentuates, uh, you know that that part of the quarterback where he doesn't have to be kind of the the bad decision maker that Ben Roethlisberger was at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Ben Roethlisberger could be the best quarterback in the division by the end here. But where he is right now, the last we saw him, three. Okay. All right. Yeah. Although, by the way, uh, the winner of our poll for that on ESC North Talk, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow won the poll. Uh, Wait. He's put Joe Burrow at two in the division. Uh, Bengals fans are the nine game, whatever they saw of him, what was it, seven games last year that Burrow played? Uh Uh-huh. Uh, they're through the roof with this kid, so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I mean, I, I, he's your first overall pick. If you're not through the, through the roof with him, you're, you're terrified right now. You're like, yeah. what have we done? Um, but he wasn't but, uh, the best rookie last year. I don't think. I thought Herbert was better. Oh no, Her- Herbert was definitely a better quarterback. He, yeah. You know, even though it's kind of unfair because Joe Burrow didn't get a full year, I, I, I saw, I liked what I saw out of out of Herbert more. Um, I'm actually not as like if I'm the Steelers, I'm not that terrified of Joe Burrow right now. His arm strength is a real like that that game he played against the Steelers. Yeah, his arm like it was. It's you know it, you can. I watch him a lot, but when you watch him against your own team, like the team you watch every week, that's when you start to notice things like that. Dude, his arm strength is bad, and you can work around that, but it's not. It's not a plus. <laughs> so I, I'd I'd have the Steelers at two because okay. I still think Lamar Jackson right. deserves his credit. I know okay, some people are like he's a running back. Um, but he that, just happens to be the best running back in the league, and he also can. He's also a very, you know, is at least an above average quarterback. So, right. like those, the whole running back thing is very silly. Like, yeah, yeah he's, it, it's running, exactly. he's the best player in with the ball in his hands in the National Football League. That's yeah, what you're trying I, to say. Well, minus Pat Mahomes. I, in the, I don't know if if you're, I don't know, I don't know if I agree with that. If with with the Whoa. like run or throw, right? I want I want the ball in Lamar's hands. Whoa. I don't, I'm not saying he's the best quarterback in the league, but like. The best Taking overall into account player. the running. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the most dangerous player with the ball in his hands. That's a Tony. He, he changes the Tony way ball. you have to defend everything. Now, Unlike, see, I, it's interesting. I'm, I am a, I am a big Lamar guy. Like, I think Lamar is the man. Yeah. But I wouldn't go that far. But I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Well, I'm not saying stuff. he's as good a thrower as Mahomes. <laughs> right. Don't, I'm not saying that. I'm not, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm dude, not I, saying, don't, don't quote me on that. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, but no, but but it's an interesting take, I, and I, I hear that because he is so dangerous, and he's done. He's and he's really carried the Ravens. I, I think that's one of the under understated things mm-hmm. is that if he wasn't on the Ravens, they don't make the playoffs any of the last three years. Um, no, and and with him, they're going to be a perennial 10, 11, 12, 13 win a year guy. For you know, the only question with him is can he do it in the playoffs? Um, but that's the last remaining question for Lamar. Right. All right. So you have the Steelers at three with quarterback. I have them at two. Big, big, big one that you wanted to say for Tony, last. Tony, that was the, by the way, that's the Tony the Hater segment right there. That was, was a, right, I, was, I, I, I almost made a Matt Ryan joke, like, where do you have Matt Ryan in the division? Because um, uh, Would he be one over Lamar? Oh, my gosh. I, you know, I, I don't oh know why I said, gosh. hold on, I don't know why I said Lamar is the most dangerous. No, stop it. 
another old school locked on Steelers joke when we were hosts. Uh, Tony said that Matt Ryan was better than Ben Roethlisberger. And this was going into the 2019. Didn't say it on this show, though. Didn't say it on this show. I said on a different show. And then I got ratted out by our fan base. Thanks a lot, Locked On Steeler fan base. That's right. You did say it on another show. I said on Locked On NFL. Yeah, it was guest hosting for the day. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. And then then, uh, Miss Yay came and said hi Mm -hmm. to me at training camp, one of our loyal listeners and, and one of the best Steelers fans I know. And she comes down and she's like, where's Tony with his thinking Matt Ryan's better than Ben Roethlisberger's self? And, and woo, Tony got it that day. So that, that's that's one of just the, the Matt Ryan jokes are another way. All right, final one. Final group, the big one, edge rushers. Where do you got the Steelers ring? If you say anything but one, you're a traitor. He's a traitor! I got him too. Bro, what? Behind who? Behind Cleveland, man. What? Cleveland's got it. Look, look, look. TJ Watt, TJ Watt, TJ Watt is the best edge rusher in the NFL right now. Yes. Okay. There's no question about that. Yes. I don't want to hear any Miles Garrett. Oh, Miles Garrett, if you would have played 16 games, I don't care. He's never done better than TJ. Not once in four years. 100% agree with you. However, Tack McKinley and uh, J. Davion Clowney exist. And uh, I'm not a big Cassius Marsha guy, but I am a big Alex Highsmith guy. That's my the, the depth is what puts them over the top just slightly. So let, let me get this straight. Yeah, you're going because of Jadavion Clowney. Yeah, who has yeah. as many sacks last no, year as you no. and I did. No, I'm not a sack guy. I'm not a sack guy. You're I'm not a, a sack guy. guy. I'm not a sack guy. Pressures are pressure greater than sack. This is another meme on pressure AFC North Talk. Greater. Oh no, yeah, Tony. yeah. I'm, pre- I'm a pressure guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome, welcome to the new Tony. I'm a uh, I'm a pressure guy now. Yeah. So you're going with Clowney and pressures. He, uh, he was actually very good last year. <laughs> Jeez. So combined tack McKinley and Jadavion Clowney had a sack between them last year. How many I, pressures did they have? I'm actually uh, looking it up right that, now. That's yeah. That, 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 that takes a, I don't have PFF open right in front of me to look up pressure numbers and those things. You know, what's funny about the pressure numbers, by the way, which is why I'm starting to like lean against my own take here is that if you go to PFF, their pressure numbers are different than if you go to stats Inc. they they have different pressure numbers. Yeah. There's because also pressure can be a subjective stat. Did he it actually is. pressured? Yeah. So that that's also it where is. you get it. But a sack is indisputable. It's an official marked thing by the NFL that they track. That's why I go with the hard stats. And you, sir. Jadavion Clowney had 28. Jadavion Clowney had 20. Hold on. Maybe we maybe you could convince me here. How many, how many pressures do you think Highsmith had, had last year? I I'd go with probably like 15. Where where is it? Why can't I see it? Total pressures. 21. Wow. So wow. in in just a few games. Yeah, yeah. That's hold on. How many pass rush reps did he have? Because you know you can make an argument that Highsmith actually was more effective than Clowney, and then I could actually make right. the argument to put him ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, shop this, Chris. You're getting a special locked on Steelers episode as we are just busting out stats li- live on the live show. Live on the we, show as we record this. Okay, so 266 reps for Clowney. Okay. At 28 pressures. Now, so I think he had a higher pressure rate, right? I mean, this is live math. This is never my strong suit here. Um, 224 reps for Highsmith at 21 pressures, 266, 28 pressures. Who was more efficient? They were very close. Maybe I can make it because okay, then you're talking about Tack McKinley, who which who cares about Tack McKinley? And Tack McKinley's like a dude at this point. Right. Um, the argument would be Tack McKinley versus Cassius Marsh. I'm not a Cassius Marsh guy, but I am a big Quincy Roche guy. Uh all right, you know what, Chris, you convinced me. I'm gonna make the argument on the show. They're the Steelers are the number one edge group. You know why? Yeah! Because 
because because Clowney and Heisman are so close to one another at this point in their careers, and T.J. Watt is just a better player than Miles Garrett. It's not even close. Yes. So, yeah. You know what? Steelers are the number one edge group in the division. Appreciate that, Chris. There you go. See, I just had to help my guy out before he was out here <laughs> saying some very reckless things. Just um, need to get those pressure numbers in. Which I, I'm appreciating. You're now a pressure guy. By the way, mark mark the time here. Mark the time. Tuesday. Chris I don't know what time Carter you're listening to this, guy. but whatever time you're listening to this, officially Chris Carter is a pressure guy now. <laughs> that that li- listen, we uh we, we 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 had we had to get this get this into consideration here, but but here's the thing. I, I do agree that pressures are a big part of this. By the way, um, most pressures in in the NFL last year: Cameron Jordan with 467, JJ Watt with 464, TJ Watt with 436, and both of them played more games than he did. Um, but uh, so yeah, so that, that's just my thing. The Ravens yeah. they don't got they don't got edge rusher. So no, I don't no, care what no. I don't care what nobody says. Therefore, therefore the Bengals they got they got some work to do. Yeah, right? they got Trey Hendrickson this offseason, which I guess is okay for them. But yeah, I, I guess the Browns are are your obvious because Miles Garrett is a problem. Yeah, but Davian Clowney, sorry, that's old news. Mm-hmm. Tack McKinley, like you said, washed. Just a dude now. He's just, just a guy. Just a guy. Yeah. Now I agree. Cassius Marsh problem. Uh, Quincy Roche, big question mark. No one don't know. I do think they're going to go get a guy. I do think they're going to get a guy, but I don't think they need on- to hold on. I'm, Quincy Roche is the dude. No, no. Quincy Roche is oh, that dude. Oh, I'm oh. excited. Oh, I yeah. No, no. Here. I'm starting. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting a new hype train. The Uh-oh. Quincy Roche hype train. What? Remember Tuzar Skip? Remember how excited we were about Tuzar Skip? Remember how excited we were about Oladini? We may have been a little premature on those, but we are not premature on Quincy Roche. This is a guy who's going to come in. Not just going to lead the preseason in sacks. Gonna, gonna, I was gonna say lead the regular season in sacks. Getting too ahead of myself. It's gonna be a third edge rusher, the likes we have not seen in Pittsburgh. Wow, I sent Alex Highsmith, but before Alex Highsmith, we haven't seen <laughs> Alex Highsmith. <laughs> every, every, my brain just kept going, like, nope, you're wrong on that one, Tony. Nope, you're wrong on that one. But I'm not gonna, I can't stop. Once you, once I get in the train, I can't stop. <laughs> oh my gosh, Tony, it's so much fun to have you on the show, man. Thanks so much for making the time to do it back to back days, my Absolutely. man. Absolutely. We really appreciate you here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast. Tony, I know you did it yesterday, but do it one more time for the fans. Let them know where they can find you, follow you, get more of your work, and let them know when they can watch the AFC North uh, talk, talk, yeah. talk show. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Steeler Country, and you can find AFC North Talk on YouTube. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, it happens tonight, 5 45 p.m. Eastern Time. Show up. We're going to be talking about the offensive line. Uh, So, yeah, you can find that on YouTube. Search AFC North Talk. And you can find my YouTube channel, Steeler Country, with Tony Serino. That's also on YouTube. Absolutely. Check him out. He's the man, Tony Serino. Thank you so much for coming through. It's always a brighter day when Tony Serino's on the set with us. Do we have sets? We just have Zooms. I'll just say it's a set. Anyways, Mm -hmm. I'm Chris Carter. You You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. I also have a TikTok. I don't post anything, though. It's just to scoop on players whenever they do crazy things. Um, But... I, um, you can also read my work at DKPittsburghSports.com where I'm breaking down film, breaking down the Steelers, interviewing players, all those things there, as well as pit football and basketball. Read all my work there um, and check me out here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast and on the Friday episodes of the Lockdown NFL podcast, all of which you can download on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, and the app Odyssey. Remember to rate us five stars with a positive comment and you get a shout out at the end of the show. That stuff really helps us out. Thanks again for listening. Be back in years tomorrow with the agency, Josh and Dean. Join me again.